Welcome to the Free Money Podcast. Geared towards students and young adults, we share our tips, tricks, and advice on personal finance, professional development, and life skills. Here you'll find more success and less stress. I'm Tyler, and with me as always is Jack. Jack, what's going on with you today? Uh, not much. I've uh, been pretty busy today. I'm taking a couple summer online classes, and I've pretty much been working on them all day. Not a fun day for me today, but recording now, so a little better for the day. How about you? What's going on with you? Not too much. Just wrapped up work for the week, which feels good. Uh, went to the bank after work to drop off the check. A uh, little funny story while I was in the bank today that just that shows how important it is to take care of your personal finances. I was behind some guy, and I didn't mean to overhear, but he was trying to recover his PIN number to the, to his ATM. Yeah. He didn't know his ATM number, like totally forgot the PIN number. Um, they had to make him fill out paperwork so he could, he could get a new one. And it was just mind-blowing to me that this guy... The, to access his money he he literally forgot the number that accesses his money so stay on top of your finances yeah actually i've forgotten my pin number before too. really yeah well i have like i have a couple checking accounts so it's like i don't have the same one for all of them so right. it's the one i don't use as much i forgot which i mean, really like i have it written down somewhere but just in the moment i couldn't think of it and oh yeah a little embarrassing but i guess it is what it is Happens to the best of us, but something you definitely want to stay on top yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so let's get into it. Today, yeah. we're going to do part two of our credit card series. Uh, you guys listened to part one. If you haven't, definitely go check that out before you listen to this one. But part two today, we're really going to be kind of walking Tyler through getting a credit card. Uh, we're definitely at the age where we should really start getting them. So, Jack, what made you want to get a credit card in the first place for the people that didn't hear our first episode on stuff like building credit? Yeah, so I think I talked about it a little in the first episode, but it was two summers ago, I'm pretty sure. I I worked at a golf course, or I've worked at a golf course the past couple summers, and I picked the driving range there, and it gets kind of boring if you're just like not doing anything while you're picking the range. So I decided I'd start listening to some like money podcasts, personal finance podcasts, and just listening to episodes like that and listening to ones especially on things like credit cards and stuff that really kind of sparked my interest. And then I'm, I've always just kind of been the type of person that kind of once you get a thought in their mind like that, I'm pretty good at like doing the research behind it, really looking into it, especially something as important as this. So yeah, I think that's kind of where it all started out. And then I just really started researching credit cards, looking into kind of what makes them good, why you should have one. And yeah, that really led me to get a credit card or apply for a credit card in the first place. Right. So you said you started looking into them and that's what we're going to do here today for me. Uh, we're going to look at a few different ones, but really, how did you go about looking for the right credit card for you? Yeah. So I just really, I mean, it was kind of just, it was kind of a, not really a hectic search, but I wouldn't say there's any like certain path or anything that I took. I just kind of researching around Googling random stuff, just kind of whatever popped up, looking at different websites, kind of comparing cards on different websites, because obviously you shouldn't just, if you see a card on one website, you should check it out on other websites, especially say if it was, if you're applying for an Amex card and you were on the Amex site, like you're going to want to look at other websites, like outside sources for that. But yeah, really just kind of looking on different websites, Googling stuff like that. And I came across a card that 
I think's right. I don't know if I've told the listeners yet, but I have a Discover It card. That's the credit card I use, and I'm actually in the process of looking for a second credit card right now. Perfect. All right. So have you learned anything from getting a credit card, and what are some of the things that it's, like, really taught you or instilled in you? Yeah. So, I mean, at first, like, I mean, I know a lot of people get credit cards, or you hear stories, at least, of a lot of people getting credit cards when they're like right around our age, like 18, right going into college and stuff. Right. I feel like once you turn 18, you really start getting those uh, things in the mail of credit card companies just really begging you to sign up. Yeah. For and that's also when you always hear those stories about people like college kids just getting their first credit card and then just kind of running themselves up all that credit card debt because they don't know what to do with it. And honestly, like I'm lucky that didn't happen for me necessarily because like I said, I kind of knew a little bit about credit cards going into it. I listened to podcasts, read articles, just kind of looked up stuff. So I kind of had like a good general idea. I wasn't going in kind of blind. Like I'm sure that's what a lot of people do nowadays. They really don't know much. I mean, maybe a little bit, but their knowledge is pretty limited. So I was kind of lucky in that sense that I did know a little bit going into it. But even with that being said, like I still definitely have felt like I've learned a lot from having a credit card, like something, this was actually pretty recently. I didn't really know much about utilization. I knew you should keep it low, but I didn't really know like the exact number to keep it around. So, I mean, I have a pretty low, I think my utilization right now is around like 13%, but that's just because I've had my credit limit keep going up. But I, what do you, I, do you want to explain that just for people that might've missed the first episode, definitely go back and listen to the first episode, but uh, just explain that. Explain what utilization the, yeah, is. Yeah, the utilization. Yeah, so utilization is, say, like just basic example, say your credit line's $1,000. If you're spending $200 a month, that means you're utilizing 20% of your credit. So you'd have a 20% utilization rate. So I think right now my credit line's $2,600, and my utilization rate's like 13%, something like that. So, I mean, I don't know, like do the math, but I usually try to spend around... Like between two and three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, Tyler, you got your phone out. What do we got for a number there? Yeah, I'll do this for you real quick. So about three hundred thirty-eight. Yeah, and that would be with what utilization rate? The thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. So like, just keep it low like that. Like we've we talked about in the other episode, we're kind of going back to that. But yeah, I think I've learned a lot about utilization rate. A lot about like I knew credit cards had rewards and stuff, but. Definitely, like, actually having a credit card and seeing those rewards come, I think, like, that's obviously taught me more about it. But I think you can't really know much about a credit card if you don't have one yourself. Like, you can read up on it as much as you want, but until you actually get one, like, that's when you'll actually, like, start learning and seeing how the things work. Like, I mean, with pretty much anything. Right. Yeah. All right. So, Tyler, so you're the one getting the credit card today. How you feeling? I'm, I'm pretty excited. I feel like this is kind of capping off my beginner, like level one kind of uh, personal finance. Like yeah. I, I have my savings and checkings account for forever now. Which though, which we are going to do an episode soon, converting Tyler over to online, online banking. banking. Yep. Right. So stay in tune for that. Yeah. But I mean, I, I have my checkings and savings account. I've had those forever. And then this year I've started um, investing into a Roth IRA and then I've also invested into a couple ETFs. So I feel like having a credit card really just caps off this level one beginner entry of taking care of my personal finances, having my money work for me, and then also building good credit so I can be successful in the future. 
Yeah, and uh, going off that kind of level one finances, we're kind of going to do this little segment. I don't know. We don't really have a name for it yet, but we're going to be bringing in people that don't really have their finances as squared away and just kind of helping them get to that level one, whether that's getting a better checking account, better savings account, uh, kind of stuff like that. Retirement, credit card, just base level stuff like that. We'll have them on the show, walk them through it. So hopefully that can help our listeners walk themselves through it. Right. I think that'll definitely be like our four factors of completing level one of your personal finances would just be like setting up a good checkings and savings, your credit card, and then um, saving for retirement. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I think we talked about we're going to have some people on to actually do that with us and we'll walk them through the steps to it. So yeah, definitely stay in tune for that. All right. So Tyler, are you nervous about getting a credit card? Like anything that's worrying you or... No, I'm I'm really excited. Like I know that I'm I'm really good with my money, making sure I don't spend money that I don't have. So yeah. I'm really not worried about um, going into credit card debt. I know I'm always gonna pay the full amount, and I'm gonna keep my usage rate really low. Yep. Yeah, and I think you definitely like. I mean, not just having me here, but having like I know you listen to a lot of podcasts, and you're the t- type of person that really wouldn't put themselves into financial debt, like. I know some of my friends definitely are the type of people that I could see putting themselves into debt like that, but no, I'm not really worried about you either. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. So let's get this underway. So what we've done is we found a few cards for me to look at and which could be some pretty good fits. So Jack, let's talk about the first card that you have pulled up here. All right, yeah. So I have the Discover It card as mentioned earlier, so that's definitely top on the list for something I want Tyler to look into, but... Yeah, we're on a few websites right now. We're on moneyunder30.com, looking at a few cards. So yeah, there's the Discover It. Right, and we'll we'll put that link in the bio for you so you can check out credit cards too because this is a great website to look and compare uh, which credit card would be the best fit for you. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to look through a couple websites here. It's, I mean, it's really Tyler's choice here. I'm going to be here advising him, but at the end of like the show, it's going to be whatever he thinks is best for him. Right, so I've narrowed it down to three cards. So uh, the Platinum card from Capital One, the Quicksilver card that's also from Capital One, and then the Discover It card. And what I like about all three of these cards is that there's instant notifications when I make a purchase, so I know that it's me. Um, Also, auto pay, which is very helpful. I don't have to stress about making sure I pay my card on time because once it's linked to my bank account, I know it's going to pay it right away. And then also zero dollars in annual fees so jack i got three cards here let's figure out which one is the best for me yeah so i mean obviously i've used this discover it and we didn't mention it earlier but it's the discovery it's the student cash back one both of us being students now that i just thought that would be the way to go so you've got you said discover it student the capital one quicksilver right yep and capital one platinum right so yeah, obviously, I've definitely got a little bias towards the Discover It card just because that's the card that I have myself. Like, I know how to use it and all, so if you ever had any questions or anything with it, I just feel like that would be a good one for you because, like, I do have it and I know what I'm doing with it. But right, and then, I mean, I'm also leaning towards that because it has the 5% cash back on certain rewards, yeah, yeah. which the other two don't offer. Yeah, no, I think that's a pretty cool thing to have. It's not like, I mean... Like for us, we're not we don't have a huge credit limit. We're not going to be spending a ton, so it's not like the five percent cash back is getting giving you a ton of money. I think I've had my credit card for two years now, and I think in total I've probably made about 
maybe 200 bucks from cash back, maybe a little under that. Right, but that's 200 bucks that yeah. you didn't no, have Yeah, no, 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 yeah, I'm not saying that that's a, like, I mean, obviously it's free money, it's a sick thing, but... Right. Yeah, the 5% is definitely nice, especially, like, if you know how to, like, use it to your benefit, so I think that's mm-hmm. definitely a good thing that comes to the Discover It card. Also, something kind of cool, I mean, you get a $20 statement credit for good grades, which is just having a 3.0 GPA or higher, which... Oh, perfect. I'm sure you have that. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, so, I mean, that's another cool thing it has with it. Oh, yeah, the cashback match, I forgot to tell you about that, so what that is, is at the end of the year... I don't remember if it's the end of, like, one year since you've had it or at the end of, like, the actual... Calendar year. Yeah, like, December 31st. But whatever you've made in cash back, if you haven't already cashed it out, like, sent it back to your bank account or whatever, they'll match it for you. So if you have 75 bucks in cash back at the end of the year, if you haven't cashed it out, they'll add 75 more dollars. So you'll get 150 bucks. So you, you just got to wait on that money and you'll yeah, double it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. And I got, I remember last year, I think I had like 120 bucks and I just put that towards paying off one of my like balances for the month. And that was pretty much just like a free month of spending on my credit card, which from literally just doing, just from spending on my card, I got free money. That's awesome. Yeah. So all right, let me look at the other cards too. I've definitely, you texted me about them the other day, so I've done a little bit of research on them. But something that popped up to me with the Quicksilver from Capital One, uh, the credit level is pretty high on that. It uh, It's like an excellent rating. So no, I'm not like 100% confident that you would definitely be able to get it being that, that you kind of have like a limited credit history and you haven't had a credit card before. But actually this Capital One Platinum card, I did a little researching on it and Hold on, I think it, it might be a secured card, actually. So, what's a secured card? Yeah, so, yeah, I should have explained that. Uh, a secured card, I mean, it's a normal credit card, but instead of kind of like getting a credit limit up front, you put in like a deposit, so say $300, so you will open the card, and then if you get accepted, I'm pretty sure they're easier to get accepted to, you send them the $300, and that's what you can spend on it every month. So you can spend whatever you deposit the money. It's not really like a credit line. It's kind of like you're backing yourself with depositing that money. So it's really good for people with like low, low credit scores. Like if you really screwed yourself over when you were younger or something like that. But I, I think you can go for something a little higher than that. Right. Actually looking forward, I, I don't think this is, I think I might've been looking at another card that was a secured card. So I don't think this is a secured card. But at least we now know what a secured card is. Yeah. So that Very true. Out. And yeah, secured cards, like they're definitely not a bad thing to have. But I think if you can go for a car that's not a secured card, just going for a regular card will definitely help you just with that utilization. Utilization? Yeah, utilization rate going. Uh, you'll be able to like spend more on your card each month. So that'll be better just having a normal card. But yeah, this card doesn't look bad. What did you say you liked about this one again? So I like that there's no annual fees, but that also comes with the other two cards, so that's not really yeah. a bonus compared to those two. But um, something that I know that I can't accomplish with this card is that if I make uh, payments on time for the first five months, I can get my credit limit increased. Not that I really need to because I'm not going to be going out spending a bunch of money, but it does look better if I'm, I'm able yeah. to... Yeah, so I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, something you definitely, not saying that you do like need it for that reason, your credit limit increase, but I say, I mean, not I say, but just really in general, the higher the credit limit, the better, because 
say you had a thousand dollar credit limit and you want to spend around whatever that 200 ish dollars but say you had a ten thousand dollar credit limit yeah you could spend up to two thousand dollars but say you only spent a hundred that means your utilization rates at one percent which looks like incredibly good so right really so, like yeah the higher you can get for a credit limit the better like if you could somehow get a ten thousand dollar credit limit which i don't think you're ever going to be spending that much even if you spent 50 bucks on it a month you'd have like point something for your utilization rate which would look awesome exactly so we'll move on to the other cards here yep. so we'll we just looked at yeah so uh, i think we're we can definitely just count this one out right the quicksilver capital one i think that's a little too high of a credit for you to be going for right now you want something you can definitely get approved for this right is, yeah it's definitely a good card maybe something to look for in the future but not I not think, to start building yeah, my credit you agree? with i think that's something we can just yeah so control w. we can we can look at the the platinum card now yeah so this one also zero annual fee yeah zero annual fee i get notifications when i make a purchase so yeah i, I, know get, that I do get me. that with my discover card too so it doesn't there's nothing really that separates itself from the discover it card I would say from what I, what I've looked at it, but the Discover It card does have that five percent cashback rewards yeah. that just keeps drawing me back in and makes me lean that way because mm -hmm. I really feel like the Platinum credit card with Capital One does not. It does have some good benefits, but the Discover It card has those same benefits, and then on top of that, the five percent cashback. Yeah, exactly, and also like Discover. I mean, I've never used Capital One before, so I can't really like I can't knock on them for anything like that. But Discover really does have like it's a really easy to use interface. Like it's just an, an easy to use website, especially for someone that's never had a credit card before and might not know as well exactly what they're doing. I think Discover is really good with just kind of being easy to use, especially for those first time users. So. I mean, I personally think this is the card for you to go with, Tyler. Yeah, me too. I, I think this is another good card, another good one for people to look at, the Capital One Platinum. But I think just like the benefits of the Discover card, really, you wouldn't want to pass up. And let's see, here's a little comparison here, actually. Yeah, the $20 statement credit, as we said. Yeah, the dollar for dollar match, that's, that's kind of a big thing. Like if you could build up a couple hundred bucks there, at the end of the year, they double that for you. And that's literally just free money yeah that's that's awesome yeah. I, I really love that yep uh let's see what else five percent cash back yeah and you still get one percent back on all your other purchases which so you're still making still getting a little little bit back here so right yeah i think so let's let's go with this one yeah. um we'll hold on hold on before like any any questions or anything anything you want to ask me about it no i mean it has great ratings um it has that good grade reward, which I yeah. know I can get. I get well over 3.0, so I could definitely kill that. Yeah. Um, so cool I, designs, too. You can get some cool designs. I have, like, I think it's the New York Skyline in mine, which, I mean, never get a credit card because it has cool designs, but just, like, add a bonus, I guess. Right. All right, so I think this is one I should apply for. Yeah. So let's, let's do that. We'll take a quick break. I'll apply for it, and then we'll come back, and I'll explain what I went through. Yep. All right, so I'm all signed up for the Discover It card. I was instantly approved, which is great. Yeah, that was. I honestly thought it was going to take a little bit of time, but yeah, instantly approved. And what do they start you at? Five hundred dollar credit yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, my credit line starts at five hundred. So thought it was going to be a thousand, but it's five hundred. That's 
That's okay. Yeah, I'll I'd, build it up. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they increased mine because I don't even remember it being 500. I mean, I guess it was a little while ago, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they'll increase it pretty quickly as long as you're you're making your payments. <laughs> right. So, Jack, I'm I'm on your account right now, just looking through at all the stuff that I'm gonna be able to do with my card and just check it out. So, got three tabs here. I'm just gonna look at manage first. So. Obviously, if my card goes missing, I can do the freeze account or report that it's lost or stolen. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had to do that ever yet, so. Yeah, that's good. Hopefully, that never happens. It'd be terrible to lose your card or have yeah, it stolen. I mean, not the worst deal. Like, you can just easily do that. I think there's a, yeah, you said freeze account, too. So, if you just kind of, you're not sure where it is, but you might be able to find it soon, you could always just kind of freeze it temporarily. Right. Just and a nice safety feature. You can also check your FICO credit score, which is great. Now, question about that is that with some like uh, credit score, like commercials with sites that where you can check your credit, they say like, oh, it might hurt your credit if you check. Does it? It yeah. doesn't hurt your credit if you check here. No, right? so like click on it right there. Yeah, it really just it's not like a your technical technical credit score, but it gives you a good overview, so you can see. Ooh, five forty, Jack. Really. <laughs> Funny, just, funny. Just kidding. He, he's got a 730, or actually, I'm not even going to no, say Oh, yeah, 731 credit okay. score. It doesn't really matter. I mean. That's that's a good credit score. Yeah. That's definitely what you want to have. Yeah, four accounts, one year. I mean, yeah, we're not talking about my credit here, but yeah, I mean, you can see your FICO credit score pretty easy. It's like I said, it's not like the official, official one, but gives you a pretty good, look at that, 7% revolving utilization. That's that's Not pretty bad. good. Yeah, that's a lot less than you thought it was. You thought it was 13. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of up and down for, per month. But now that I realized, like, the lower, lower is better, I've, like, consciously been trying to keep it low. Like, yeah, I've spent less than 200 this month, and my credit line right now is 2600 So, like, I think that's increased. It was 1000 It might have been 500 at one point, but then it went to 1000 It was at 2000 that was only for a little bit of time, and they just, it was actually recent, they just shot it up to 2600 which I was kind of pumped about. I mean, still not crazy high, but just easier to get that utilization down if you have a higher credit limit. Right. So, I mean, looking at trying to manage my account online, this this is, looks pretty user-friendly. Like, everything's pretty easy to access. You can, right on the homepage, you can see what you've spent your money yeah, on. Yeah, no, that's a big thing I like about it, because, like, a lot of the beginner credit cards we were talking about earlier, they all, like, are pretty similar, but, like, I think really what separates them is, I mean, there's a few things with, like, rewards and stuff like that, but the interface really does separate the cards from one another. Uh, I just want to show you one thing about the cash back. Uh, let me just click ways to redeem there. And, yeah, so, like, what you can do with Discover, I'm sure you can do it with some other cards, but uh, you can get gift cards with your cash back. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but as opposed to normal cash, you say you have $20 cash back, you could get a $25 gift card. So right. that's like a little more free money instead of just yeah, this is 20. This is really cool. Yeah, like, I'm looking at like if you have uh, $40 in cash back, you could get a $50 like American Eagle gift card. If you had 45 you could get 50 at AMC Theaters. Like, there's a lot of options yeah, this here, is which just is all awesome. from your cash back. So really, like that Buffalo Wild Wings, I know that's one. Yeah, that's, uh, our friend Pat would really be into. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Boston Market, which is really cool. Yeah. Bass Pro Shops, Barnes and Nobles, like there's a lot of yeah, options and just, here, there's and there's pages. multiple pages. Yeah, here there's too. a there's a Nike one. I think it's forty dollars. Get a fifty dollar card. Uh, I have a Nike gift card right now, so I'm trying to get that and Chipotle two, two Nike gift cards. Foot Locker. Yeah hotels.com yeah. if you're traveling uh home goods like there 
GameStop, like, wow, this is actually blowing my mind at all the different places that I could turn my pretty much free money into more free, more money. free money and use that places yeah. that I go to often. Like, this is definitely a great, great card to have. And we're not trying to, like, Discover's not paying for us to yeah, say this. Yeah, I mean, this, this is, is our fourth episode. This if we is, had people paying for it now, that would be sick. But This is not one big yeah. ad. This is definitely a card I recommend you get. And this is something I'm really excited about. So just to just to recap this episode, Jack, um, we went through all the basics of just looking for a card, what to look for for your first credit card. Um, you definitely want no annual fees. Um, definitely want something that's yeah. easy, like ac- like easy access online, yeah, where you can where you can yeah easy interface where you can just check all your stuff. Um, rewards is a huge bonus. The five percent cash back is great. Yeah, and then being able to turn your cash back into different like gift cards is amazing. Yeah, like Dave and Buster's here, which is awesome. And then anything else you want to yeah. add? Just to recap. Yeah, uh, just one thing I wanted to say is. Don't like spend, I mean, spend a good amount of time looking for a credit card. Like don't just dive into it. But at the same point, don't let that part of it hold you up. Like if you're just looking on end, like, oh, maybe this one, maybe this one, just whatever, just get one of them. Like if you're right in between the two, they're probably pretty similar. They're probably both good cards. Just go for it. It's better if you have one than if you just don't do anything. So yeah, that'd be my, like a good tip of mine. Just actually do something don't just keep looking keep looking keep looking never do anything like i'm not saying don't put in research and don't like look for a good card but Commit. don't yeah like don't spend all your time like you want to like you want to have the card so look for it but then just make your decision like don't spend weeks don't overthink it don't yes overthink put it. a good hour hour maybe two hours looking but after that you're good all right so um, besides that, like this is this is me really finishing what we think is the level one of personal finance. Obviously, you've had the checking and saving forever, which we will be switching. So almost full level one. But yeah, I mean I, it's still full level one because I do have that. Yeah, and we're just yeah. gonna be switching to online banking, mm-hmm. and then um, obviously saving for retirement, which we're gonna switch over to something else because I have Vanguard, and we're gonna switch it over to probably like Charles Schwab. I'm thinking. And yeah. then, um, but anyways, I have that, and then I now have my credit card. So credit card, saving for retirement, and obviously your checkings and savings completed the level one of what we think is level one of personal finance, which is awesome. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about a little bit of what we're going to be doing going forward. So I know a lot of our episodes. I mean, we only have four out at this point now, but a lot of them have been kind of, I want to say more like just set in stone this is what you should do but we're trying to release a couple in the future where we bring on some guests and kind of do more things like just our opinions on stuff and kind of like spending habits kind of just like mindsets we have things like that where it's not just hard facts it's more just things you couldn't really look up on the internet more personal things so we're gonna have some of those coming up have some guests on so yeah definitely a couple things to look forward to right we just had to set the foundation with the yeah. with these first yeah. few episodes but uh like jack said guests coming up we're gonna be doing an episode about building your equity we're gonna have my dad come on who owns a few rental properties and how he's built equity up over the time he's someone that's uh really great to talk to about this he knows a lot about it and has definitely built up a lot of equity through his uh rental properties but besides that Credit card complete. The second 
kind of uh, part of this credit card uh, series breakdown yeah, series, little mini series, whatever you want to call it. Here, yeah. So we're finished with that, but um, awesome. Thanks for helping me find my card, Jack. Yeah, of course. I hope, uh, I mean, Tyler, you obviously, you got the card and everything, but I hope this helps you guys as the listeners because getting a credit card, especially like at this age in life, like we mentioned on the earlier episodes, the time of credit's a big thing for improving your credit score. So the sooner you can get one, the better. And I really hope this helps you guys be able to pick one and understand why it's important and how to use your credit card efficiently, effectively, and like safely. Right. So... Make sure you like, subscribe, leave us five stars. Leave us a review. A review would be awesome. We've been getting a lot of ratings, but a review would be helpful. Good, bad. I mean, I've listened to the episodes, and I think they're pretty good, but there's definitely some things we can improve on. If you guys see anything else you think we can improve on, but shoot us an email to freemoneypodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet us, which the Twitter is at freemoney underscore pod. Uh, tweet us, DM us. Any topics you want us to cover, uh, definitely, definitely please get in contact with us and share it with as many people as possible because we really think this is valuable information that everybody should learn and know and use. In the- All right, that is it for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave five stars, and share with your friends. Also, check out our website, freemoneypodcast.com, where we have links to all of our social media and great blogs and videos on all things professional development and personal finance. You can also email us at freemoneypodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or suggestions on episodes that we should do. For Jack Saunders and Drew Burton, I'm Tyler Runnels, and thanks for listening.